Hello and welcome to the Keeper's Diary for Masks of Nyarlathotep, uh, the Kenya chapter. Um, well, uh, I guess I'll talk about what happened at the end of episode 50 and 51. Uh, when we get there, um, I'd like to start, I suppose, at the beginning in Mombasa, where um, they did vig visit um, Aja Sink, but they couldn't really open the safe, and um, so I pretty much gave them most of what the, the information that they needed um, just straight out. I mean, clearly they were not making their locksmith rolls, and it was fairly, you know, it's not like this was new information. It was all pretty much stuff they already had uh, gotten elsewhere. So I didn't feel that bad about um, giving them uh, the info without, you know, really opening the safe. Um, I did think it was pretty interesting to hear them come up with some schemes for how they were going to, you know, wheel this, you know, 500 pound, thousand pound safe, um, out of the office, uh, uh, you know, underneath all those guards. Um, the train ride, um, you know, as, as usual that, uh, the fire vampire attack always seems to get, uh, a nice bit of paranoia and panic. Um, the players, I thought, were pretty smart. They didn't use their weapons, although they were certainly considering doing so. And um, because of that, uh, it was much more easy for them to, um, you know, sort of explain away to the police that, look, all we, you know, we have no idea. We didn't shoot. We were just, we were trying to put the fire out. There was no awkward questions about, well, why, you know, <laughs> what were you doing shooting a, you know, shooting a gun in the middle of a train that was burning? So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, in Nairobi, they pretty much, they, you know, the, the sort of the first obvious candidates um, they went to, but I was a little bit surprised that they did not go to the British military uh, or to the um, to the the police who actually sort of found the, um, uh, the, the site of the Carlisle expedition. Now, they did, the, the campaign does sort of say, well, the, the person who found it is dead, and they kind of, went into that track rather than saying, well, were there any records? Is there anybody else who's still around? So it was kind of hard for me to bring in um, in those characters. It just kind of, a you know, just uh, wasn't, it didn't come to me right away that I, you know, that I probably should have done that. But that was okay. I mean, you know, you you need the, the British military there if you need to get weapons um, or, you know, just for sort of backup. But it's not really that important that um, they... Uh, you know, follow up on those leads other than, again, just to get more background material, again, stuff that they sort of already known. Um, with regard to Tander Singh and, and the, I, I kind of dropped the ball on that one. Um, they were certainly getting concerned about the fires that were starting, but they never really, they, they never really um, expressed any paranoid about, well, are we being followed? You know, they, I mean, they clearly, they knew that the fire vampire on the train was, you know, something that w was, um, you know, targeted for them, but they really didn't try to like, well, let's follow around or let's, you know, we'll send everybody except one guy and see if anyone followed. They didn't really try to do anything like that. Um, I, I missed the one opportunity to mention it, uh, when they visited the Nairobi star, but, you know, they were already sort of planning to be on their way out anyway. So I kind of let that drop. And I figured, well, if I need to pick that up, pick that thread up, you know, after they stumble back from the Mountain of the Black Wind, then I could pick that thread up and um, uh, and use that again. But other than that, they were already heading in the direction that, you know, they're supposed to go. So I didn't feel any real need to push Tandoor uh, sort of, you know, 
put put him front and center. Plus, you know, the books, as the masked companion mentions, and actually as the campaign mentions, you know, he's he's in a way he's a bit of a sideshow. I mean, he will send word ahead if he knows that they're going. Um, but you know, his own little. He, he's almost a little side adventure, you know, the, the place underneath his shop and the Cathod Aquadingen and Hindi, which no one will ever be able to read. So I didn't really feel that bad about um, not, uh, you know, introducing him a little more closely uh, or a little more forcefully. I did like the bit with uh, old Bandari and Okomu. That's always, again, a, a nice classic to see, you know, how how uh, motivated are the P- the characters to you know sit around for you know, was it a d6 plus 5 hours or d6 plus 6 hours um while old bandari is out on the astral plane whatever his spirit is you know, journeying but uh, i thought it was very funny that bane essentially wanted a way to keep the whisk in his hand uh, at all times and um figuring that that would you know try to help him against the spirits um uh, that that uh, that uh, uh, amused me a lot. Now, when uh, another character that they missed uh, was Nails Nelson, and sort of he he's it seemed to me that he is the one that the characters are are supposed to be sort of picking up on, and probably using him as the um, the sort of the outfitter for their expedition. But they they totally missed him, so that's why I brought in Colonel Endicott once they started looking around for you know more you know people to go on the expedition to the mountain, and I I really didn't want to bring up the lodge um, because as the campaign mentions it can be pretty deadly um, if you throw you know tons and tons of ghouls while they're stuck on this platform. Um, it's very easy to you know if you've misjudged your player combat potential or if they just you know they roll badly or you roll well um it's very easy you know for a a mini tpk there so i was a little bit annoyed that they went up there and i sort of copped out towards the end in that i had the little mini you know the the child chill uh, young ghouls whatever the the mini ghouls um not really you know, they, they picked up their bodies, but I didn't really, none of them made the track roll. Again, that's, you know, I wasn't too, I wasn't happy. I wasn't unhappy that they failed the track rolls. Um, and, but I thought it was really nice to kill Colonel Endicott. I thought that was pretty, uh, that, that surprised the players. Um, and so I'm glad I did that because that, uh, it definitely increased a little bit of paranoia and it, uh, deprived them of an NPC who uh, would have been helpful with, uh, that big weapon. The actual trip to the uh, Mountain of the Black Wind, I thought, um, uh, was pretty good. I mean, I, I enjoyed doing that. Uh, I wish I'd done the Scots accent a little bit more, but I decided that uh, I really didn't need to be sounding like Scotty, um, in, you know, on, uh, on, the, on the air, on air. So I kind of just ignored that. And um, because the players went the long route, they really only had the one ambush. And... Um, you know, it would have been nice if they could have gotten to see what uh, who is not what she seems does, um, be, you know, because later, obviously, she disappears because there's too much evil around. Um, but, you know, the way I set up the uh, the ambush, um, you know, the, they were just too far away. The, the cultists were too far. It was a small patrol. And uh, so, you know, they were shooting good. And they managed to kill the uh, ambushers without needing, really needing to, um, uh, to use uh, who is not what she seems. Um, I liked the bit at the, the village and their little sort of semi-sidetrack to the corrupt ground. I thought that was uh, 
pretty nice. Um, you know, it, it delayed the denouement, I suppose, but it was kind of a nice opportunity to give them that last little bit of normalcy before really throwing uh, throwing the, the horrors at them at the mountain. Now, I, I really thought a long time about how was I going to set up the ritual of birth because I wanted them to see that ritual. They missed... They interrupted the the, uh, the big set piece in London, and I deliberately did not throw the resurrection of Nidicris at them in Cairo because uh, there was there was basically no way for them to get out of that one. That would have definitely been a TPK uh, there. So I wanted them to come at the ritual of birth, and also just because that's I mean, who can, how can you resist an opportunity to have Nyarlathotep show up? So I really wanted to do that, and I had the I had the. The, uh, the the book of monsters that I had that I could show the show them, um, but I was thinking, well, all right, you know, there's going to be thousands of cultists on the plane, you know, where you know they're all where are they all coming from? How are they all getting there? They're, you know, there's you know, you never really th- you know in a in a cinematic campaign like this, you don't necessarily need to think of well, where are they all eating? Where are they all going to the bathroom? Where are they all getting water? Um, you know, where are they all coming from? How are they getting there? And so I figured, well, all right, so I'll, I'll give them the opportunity to stay well away from the ritual of birth, but then I also had them, or stay away from the, the opening and the summoning of uh, Nyarlathotep, actually. But then I had them, you know, sort of these latecomers come by, and um, so that was kind of, I, I enjoyed that because it, it gave them the chance, well, if you play along and catch up in the mood, you can then run with these latecomers and no one will notice you. Um, because the scenario, the, the, the ceremony has already started. Um, or you can just hide and stay behind. And so, you know, that I, I, I like that. And when Nyarlathotep showed up, I deliberately kept Dr. Weber's sand loss a secret. I, I justified that by, by figuring, well, just because you won't go to zero sand or if you go to zero sand, that doesn't necessarily mean you instantly collapse into a pile of goo. I figured that, or, you know, gibbering idiot. I figured that, I could justify that by saying, look, you can still function, but once the adrenaline, the, the, the fear, once it, it ends, that's when you'll, you know, go permanently insane. And actually I kind of figured, well, so then the next morning they wake up and Dr. Weber is, uh, you know, is, is gone. I mean, basically he, he failed the sand roll. He rolled enough to take him down to zero sand. Um, but I wanted to keep a little bit of an option open because of the, the dream and the pact that he made. And so I did not want to instantly take him away as an NPC. I wanted to leave him, uh, leave it as an open, uh, 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 leave the options open with him for as long as I could. And um, I suppose, you know, the ritual of birth, I suppose I should have expected what happened. Um, it's not that these are, you know, combat hungry players. They're not, none of them have really strong D&D hack and slash backgrounds. Um, but, you know, the, the campaign does kind of set this up as a really, really big start, yeah, as a really, really big point. Uh, and so they, you know, from their point of view, I can understand it. If we stop, you know, if we stop this ritual of birth, then maybe that's enough to stop the whole thing without really thinking, well, there are going to be backup plans. The real thing is later in the campaign, uh, the, the big date is that uh, the next solar eclipse that goes in the Indian Ocean. So I can kind of understand why they felt the way they did. And uh, uh, because, um, well, because of the way that they ended, I did not tell them whether or not they actually killed the spawn or not. Um, 
and so that kind of leads us into well what's happening next and I, and if you listen of course i somewhat modulated the well they don't necessarily kill you all she changes her mind she says capture them or whatever that's going to really depend on what happens if and when this campaign restarts Flash is definitely alive because he, he did not go into the temple. Uh, he's way back out in the circle. So what he will see is basically, um, well, he'll see Nyarlathotep turning into the Black Wind. And then later, after some, un, you know, some uh, unspecified amount of time, he'll see all the cultists come out and they'll just all collapse, you know, totally spent and, you know, sleeping. And then he can decide what to do. Now, Clay is in a bit of a, 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 tricky, a tricky spot because the player... Um, it was out, and um, so we kind of just assumed he went along. I think, I think, based on his character, he would have gone along with them. Uh, there, was, there really was no reason he would be, uh, he would, you know, uh, be uh, cowardly uh, or, um, uh, you know, careful and stay out. So he's probably uh, with the rest of the party also. Um, a lot really is going to depend on how, again, how I restart. If Flash just kind of. And I need to talk to the player, assuming we decide to continue it. Well, I'll have a, probably a short session with him and figure out, okay, well, you know, basically none of your compatriots came back out alive. Uh, you know, you see all these other cultists. You don't see anyone coming back towards you. If he wants to try to sneak in, uh, you know, I can do that. And maybe at, it really depends. I haven't decided whether or not um, they're all dead or they're all captured. Um, I, 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 If I keep them alive, then I can also have Dr. Weber there, and I can maybe have Flash watch them be sacrificed on the rock. I think that would be a, a pretty um, scary scary thing for Flash to see. So I could do that. Um, or we may just say, look, you know, he goes back to Cairo. He is still indefinitely, in, or he's still definitely insane. Uh, he didn't get out. You know, he wasn't cured. He he escaped from the, from the, uh, the uh, Mosque of Ibn Saloon, the asylum there. So maybe he has a relapse and goes back, and then, uh, you know, maybe say six months later, move it closer. Uh, it was like, what, April or March or April by the time uh, they got to the mountain. So there's certainly plenty of time where he can have a relapse. He can kind of, you know, babble in the in, uh, the asylum uh, or somewhere out in the, who knows, even out in the jungle uh, or the, the savannah. Uh, maybe he, a tribe takes him in or the, the villagers take him back and they, you know, they uh, look after him. And then we'll figure out how do we restart. Do we, do we, does he go back to Nairobi and try to recruit there, or maybe he goes to Australia and tries to recruit there? I mean, I really don't know how we'll, you know, it'll be pretty much up to him how he wants to restart. And um, so I can just, oh my God, I can just see the kind of party that Flash will recruit, the kind of characters he'll recruit to try to, to continue. So we're kind of at this point where, you know, we, we have reached a pretty obvious well, stopping point. I don't want to say ending point, but a stopping point for now. We are um, switching over uh, or switching back to the adventure uh, rules, and uh, we're doing another scenario uh, or serial, as I've decided to call them. Um, and once we finish that, uh, probably we're going to try Trail of Cthulhu. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Of course, it's up to the players to decide what they want to do, but I think there, I think a couple of them certainly have expressed some interest in, in trying Trail of Cthulhu. And I'll just run a few short scenarios, uh, just, you know, by the rule book, uh, hard, you know, in paper and then by, you know, PDF adventures and, and, uh, you know, so it won't necessarily be a campaign. Maybe the same characters will, will, will exist from, uh, adventure to adventure, uh, but it won't necessarily be a linked campaign. Uh, there doesn't really seem to be a lot of 
campaigns in the in the in the pulp style because I think that's the style that uh, my players are more interested in, not the purist style. After Trail, um, I don't know. Uh, I do have ideas for a third adventure serial. So if they want to go back to that, then I think you know if that's what they are interested in, then I'll do that. Um, we might go back to masks and sort of restart, let Flash rebuild the party. Uh, or, you know, there are certainly other campaigns uh, out there to run. Um, and if, you know, if you have any suggestions or, uh, or thoughts, I'd certainly love to hear them. You can put them, uh, uh, on the, uh, the YSDC, uh, the, on the forums there, uh, or you can uh, send me email directly. Um, so, you know, at that point, uh, you know, once we finish adventure, once we finish trail, if we do trail, and I think we will, we'll figure out where to go. Uh, I said, uh, it might be. It probably won't be beyond the mountains of madness. It may or may not be shadows of uh, uh, shadows of Azathoth, uh, spawn of Azathoth might be that one. Um, I'd kind of like to do a Dreamlands one, but there really, again, there aren't really a lot of published stuff there, and and my particular scenario creation mind doesn't seem to work well in Cthulhu. I can do adventure. I find it hard personally to design Cthulhu scenarios. So, um, well. This is probably, well, for the moment, this is the last Keeper's Diary for the Gaming Grunts Masks of Nyarlathotep campaign. We'll see if it restarts. If not, uh, the only regret I will have is that we were not able to f to uh, get to Australia and Shanghai to be able to sort of uh, have the use of the Masks of Nyarlathotep campaign. And again, I want to thank Brett for uh, letting me uh, have an advanced look and letting me use it. And uh, I know a number of you seem to have enjoyed uh, listening to the bits and pieces, and uh, I'm actually staring at proofs of, uh, of uh, the printout, so uh, it's getting closer. Uh, I can't say exactly when. You'll have to ask Brett, but um, it is getting there, and soon you will be able to have the massive Narlath type companion in your hands. And so uh, with that, I'll sign off, and I'll see you next time. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye-bye.